Rodriguez. You're listening to a podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Jose Rodriguez. And I'm Emeline Ramos. So we went to Chicago last weekend where I opened for Tito Nieves. Nice. And it was incredible. Now, this was Tito's first performance after being in the hospital. He was in the hospital for a week. Wow. Uh, he was uh, really sick and everything. So we were very lucky to get him uh, up in Chicago. And he put on an incredible, incredible show. He looked great. I'm so, I was so glad that I got to see it, see him in my hometown. and feel so proud. Best part about it was that I got to share the stage with Tito. Like, he actually let me. Because he told me backstage, he's like, make sure I have water on stage. Because, you know, he didn't feel 100%. So during the concert, I, I took a bottle of water and I kind of put it to the side. So during the end of one of the songs, I kind of made sure he could see me put the bottle on the floor. Hey, pa' que fue eso? Then he was like, right, come over Calling here, come over, over here. So then I just, all I did was like, I just brought the bottle a little closer. <laughs> and then I left. He goes, no, 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 hasta aquí. So then I brought the bottle all the way to him. And then I tried to get away. He was like, no, 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 come over here. But then he was like, no, this is Elisabeth Castro. Do you guys know him? And the crowd was like, ah, you know, and I was like, oh, thank God. Right? <laughs> and then he was like, you know, he's uh, he's not just a comedian. He used to be a lawyer in three states. He's one of the best. Uh, I mean, he was flattered. I was so embarrassed, bro. I just, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not comfortable taking compliments to begin with. Imagínate in front of a thousand people. Right. By Tito Nieves himself. I just wanted to be like, ah, can I just leave? Can you talk about me when I leave? You're <laughs> like, I just brought you some water. I really just wanted him to get a bottle of water. <laughs> that was my job. That was my only job. So then he goes, no, 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 I'll call you back, and, and, and you're going to sing that song. You think you can sing? I saw you singing online. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. So then I went backstage, and what did I do? He memorized the lines to the song. No, you didn't. I did, because <laughs> I'm not good with lyrics. So now I had to look up his song, De Mi Enamorate, and I had to like memorize some of the lyrics. I'm like, I can't go up there and be like, da-da-da, Wow. So then I, like, I'm memorizing it while keeping you know an eye out you know, just in case. And then the song started, and he calls me out on stage, Don't Alicatro. And I'm like, oh, man. And uh, and I tried singing uh, De Mi Enamorate with did, Tito Nieves on stage, bro. Did you try singing that that part you were doing in the video? like the- Well, I did. But my favorite part is is the very beginning when he goes, Para realizar. Right? That's, that's my... <laughs> so uh, the joke was that I had always said that. I, I, I've always sang that, right? That's So he's playing it down because this is like his one of his life dreams is to do this. Para like realizar. on stage. That's all I, I mean, I've done that for so long. What Para does he realiz- say? Para realizar. Yeah, that's how, that's how he says the song. Para realizar. Para realizar. So I've always just said that. I've said it to him, bro. Okay? In his house. <laughs> Para realizar. That's, that's as far as I go, you know? So that now I said it on stage. Let me tell you something. It came out. I'm, I'm not even lying. It came out perfect. <laughs> I don't know if it was the, the microphone I was using. I don't know if it was the lights. But like when I heard it through my monitor, I was like, oh, my God. That, it did. I can sing. And I was like, mira este. Skip ahead to the, let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead. Okay. I don't want to waste time. Hey, hey, hey. skip ahead. Okay, 
Dani, eso quiera Dios. Un día que de mí te enamores tú. Enamórate. Pero ven acá, parece que como yo, cuando yo estaba en el hospital, mira. What happened? What happened? No, ya sé, esta fue la pausa que yo me avisé mi cacho. Oye, tremendo trabajo. Tremendo, oye, tremendo. For those like 30 seconds, I lived my dream of being a singer. That's awesome. I'm telling you, the whole thing just felt like hanging out in La Sala. That's awesome. Except there was Tito Nieves. Now, were people dancing or was uh, Tito just singing like to a crowd? No, it was a kind, of, kind of like a house of blues, you know, where there's okay. just a huge section of just people standing. There were people dancing in the back. Bailando atrás porque no hay espacio adelante. Yeah, yeah. That's where you go. You go gotcha. to dance. But it was an incredible, incredible uh, event. There was lots of people. I saw lots of family, lots of friends. I'm telling you, man, it was like how many people out. were it there? A uh, thousand. Eleven hundred. Yeah, eleven hundred. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Big family reunion. Una sala que where where you can fit eleven hundred people. Yeah. <laughs> Emily and I found our new uh, sandwich shop. A delicious lunch spot. It's called Badass Sandwich, but oh. it's spelled B A D. A S apostrophe S. So maybe the owner's name is I don't know Asteroide. I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's short. But it's a great name. That's a great place. Uh, it's over by uh, Primrose and Livingston or Robinson. Robinson. It's a trendy um, little spot. Amazing sandwich. Uh, it's Puerto Rican owned, so they have like uh, penil. You know, oh, they have wow. their version of the tripleta sandwich, and they have an amazing pork sandwich called Porcopolis. Amazing, incredible. See, it was so good. I was writing a Yelp review before I was even finished. Do you understand? I mean, it was so good that the chef was like, he looked over at us at one point and said, I know that it must be good because you guys are not even speaking to each other. You're not looking at each other. You're just eating. You know, when you're, you know, when you're eating like good <laughs> food with somebody, you, there's just no time for conversation. No, like, just eat and get we, out. Yeah, we can talk después. Like we were talking before. It's so good. I just want to be left alone. Emma, I should have just gotten up from my table and just gotten and sat by myself. <laughs> Do you understand? Like, it's so good. You just don't want to look up. You don't he wanna... wanted to focus. One time when I looked over, I went, oh, mira, Emily's still here. Like, I didn't even know. She <laughs> wow. could have left. And I was so happy with my food. It's rare, right? It's rare yeah. where you get to eat algo tan bueno que you don't even want to look up. We were like, really? How did? How did we not know about this place? This is a really legit good sandwich place. Yeah. Like he ordered the tripleta sandwich and I ordered the pork sandwich. And I said, I was hoping that he would share with me. And I was like, I'll give you my, I'll give you half of mine if you give me half of yours. And he agreed. And I was like in heaven. Yeah. Nice. No, because you just, it, listen, when you saw the description, because they put it on the board behind them, it says the, the porcopolis and it had, it said uh, adobo marinated pork. Oh. Okay, so when you're advertising how you marinate the pork, that means you know what you're doing. That means you're obviously Puerto Rican. Si tiene que escribir adobo, you're trying to let them know, listen, people, okay, we know how I to marinate. I wonder if the white folks in the area are like, what is adobo? Yeah, what is adobo? What is adobo? I'll have the adobo pork, <laughs> you know, uh, but it was that good. So I knew I was, I was in for a treat, right? Yeah. We knew. We were like, okay, it's a little pricey. Pero, I mean, you get it's what you worth pay for. It. It's worth it. The bread is soft. The meat is well, like, well marinated, tender. Listen, you eat here. You ain't eating at Subway or, or Firehouse, okay? That's going to seem like cafeteria sandwiches compared to this. And Ellie likes Firehouse subs, so. 
Listen, Yelp review plus Google review. I left them two reviews before I walked out the door. It was that good that you were already writing the review before five you stars. even left? I hadn't even finished, and I was five stars. You can see my phone is it has all this <laughs> side-to-side barbecue adobo on it because I was too busy typing my review. See, I'd go there already hating the place. Because Why? you gave, because I hate reviews. I like reviewing it myself, going and seeing. I don't like other people's opinion right, on the but, restaurant. But you still read other people's opinions. Nope, I don't. I don't look at that. You don't read reviews. No, really. Yeah, you don't like recommendations. No, I don't want to go there hating the place already. And I feel that if I go recommended, that I'm hating it because it's their opinion, not mine. So if I tell you, your best friend tells you, go to this place. It is amazing. You're gonna say, I hate it. Because you're telling me it's amazing? I'm going to go with a hating attitude. I'll test it out, but it's not It's not going to be. You're going to go discouraged? Yes. Because I'm encouraging <laughs> you to go? Yes. I prefer to find it on my own. Okay. So you want me to just go, hey, go to the corner of Primrose <laughs> and Robinson and see what you find. See what you find. I'm not really going to tell you that it's going to be amazing. It just, you might be surprised. Really? That's how I have to well, recommend it's just you? tastes are different. Like, for example, you recommend the chocolate chip cookie place for me probably, and I wouldn't do good there. Talk about insomnia? Oh, yeah. Insomnia. I'm already telling you. <laughs> See, I'm the complete opposite. I am not going to try a new place without somebody saying, hey, check this new place out or check this check this restaurant out. It's really good. Order this because I'm very hesitant to try yeah, new places. Yeah. Your, your why reviews exist. <laughs> so what if that friend had an issue with you and is sending then you there like with like a little prank? Be like, hi, go check out this place. Okay, hold on. Now you're thinking that people have or may have ulterior motives. I'm always thinking like that. Okay, yeah, but I'm I'm your best friend though. Like what? So I'll what try it out because I have? of you. I'll try it out because of you. But I'm gonna go hate it. Right, but you're, you're, I'll try it out because of you. But then you're going with an attitude. I am. I don't want you to go there with an attitude. I'm trying to tell you that place is amazing. All right. Just go and check out Badass Sandwich. Okay. But please don't go with a negative attitude. Uh, or if you do. Then don't tell him I sent you. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know I've lost about 110 pounds. Congratulations. Yay, Thank Jose. you. And my next step is I signed up for a 5K in February. Good for you. In Orlando? It's in Daytona Beach at the at the racetrack, like the actual where they do the Firecracker 400 and Firecracker 400. What's a Firecracker 400? Called the race. What's a Firecracker 400? That's I've what they never call heard the of race. that. At the Daytona Speedway. You're talking about the Daytona 500? Yeah, they have the Daytona 500, and then they have like a Firecracker 400, no, and they have no, some other no. ones. No, they had the Daytona 500. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I love how you came up with the Firecracker 400 before you came up with the Daytona 500. I promise you there's a Firecracker 400 also. Okay, but I'm just saying, you could have gotten there after mentioning the Daytona, Daytona 500. 500. Firecracker 400. So <laughs> anyway, I'm doing 5K in the Daytona 500 track. That's cool. So in the Speedway, you're running 3.1 miles? Yes, so it's a lap and a little bit more because one lap is two and a half miles. You know who's also a runner who's lost a lot of weight and is a loyal listener to the podcast? Yeah, Jose A. Ortiz. Yes, Jose A. Ortiz, uh, who we did the uh, running with uh, Inspiration Yes. Uh, podcast back in uh, episode 59. Yeah, I think he was doing a 10K for that one. Yes, he was. 10K. And you're running a what? A 5K. Uh, Got to start. You're lucky they didn't have just a mile. Mm. I would have just done a mile. So is he, do you know if he's going to run it? Yeah, he signed up too. He did? Yeah, I told oh. him that I was going to sign up. And I'm like, hey, you should join me. And he signed up for it. Interesting, though, that you told them about it and he did it. Interesting that he took you on your recommendation. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's how it's <laughs> supposed to happen. 
<laughs> he's not supposed to sign up with some negativity. Well, I, I signed up with negativity because oh, my, my cousin's the one that actually got me to do it. My cousin's coming from New York because he's doing the half marathon. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, you should sign up with me. I'm like, for a half marathon? Are you crazy? He goes, well, they do a 5K. And then I was hesitant. And then finally, I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Really? And start training. A 5K, you're hesitating for a 5K? It's 3.1 3, miles. Yes, that's a long ways. I I've agree never, with you, Jose. It's I've, a long way. Yeah, I've never ran <laughs> in my life say, other than says, sports. Says the girl that when she runs a mile, she's like, listen, I just did a mile yes. straight. She, <laughs> High five. <laughs> you, yeah, she makes it sound like she ran a marathon. I did a mile nonstop. That like, would be me. I'm yes. not a runner. This That's a lot for me, one mile. This is my first 5K, so this is a huge deal for me. I, well, you know what? I agree. And I think we should make an event out of it. Yeah, I think I you think, should run with me. No, I wasn't oh. thinking that. I, I will definitely go and support you, you know, from the stands. Sounds awesome. <laughs> yes, I will be the loudest cheer you get, believe me. Uh, but I think, I think I smell a race. A race? Yes, between you and Jose. I think that would be a good El Podcast race. Challenge! Jose A. Ortiz, we're calling you out right now, okay? I'm going to be crawling the last two miles. You better be crawling ahead of him, okay? <laughs> Jose Jose A. Ortiz has a little bit of practice on Jose A. Rodriguez. And he's got about 100 pounds less than Jose A. Jose, Rodriguez. You're already bringing the excuses, okay? <laughs> All right. You're, you're, you're representing a podcast, okay? okay? You will not lose. I you won't. You will win. I won't. Period. I don't, care, I don't care if I've got to crawl down from the stands and trip him. I will because you will win, okay? Boom. So there you go, Jose A. Ortiz. Jose A. Rodriguez has got your number, okay? <laughs> he might he might have to look ahead at you to read it, but he will <laughs> he will pass you if if it's the last thing he does. Yes. Even if it's past the finish line, I'm gonna pass him. So the challenge, the the gauntlet has been thrown to Jose A. Ortiz. Jose will run past you and will and will whisper a motivational <laughs> Quote on Quote my way. On, your, on his way past you to the finish line. Challenge. So we got our Alaska update. Nice. Uh, our fan, Coquilis09, actually answered all our questions from uh, the last podcast, episode 63. So here we go. You ready? Yes. She said that her grandparents were the ones that moved to Anchorage. She goes, the darkness is because of the winter. It's not pitch black, but it gets dark up here faster around 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. The sun is already starting to set at that time, and it doesn't rise until about 9 or 10 in the morning. Wow. After winter solstice, we begin to gain about a minute of daylight back. So the night is last, what's that, like 12 hours almost? A long time. I would be depressed. That sounds depressing to be in the dark all day. Sun doesn't come up till 9 or 10 in the morning? You imagine that? In other words, if it starts to come up at nine or ten, it doesn't. It's not really up till what eleven. It doesn't get bright here till about noon. So you're talking like by the time it's noon over there, it's already setting. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So you could almost like stand outside and watch it rise and set. It probably happens within like forty-five minutes. <laughs> Mira el sol, se fue el sol. Yep. Can you imagine the amount of people that have like seasonal affective disorder? Like where they're just miserable and depressed. That's a disorder? Yeah. Sad. S- seasonal. Affective disorder. Affect. Oh, my God. And it's it's sad. It's S-A-D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S-A-D. Yeah. That, so does that's happy stand for something? 
hyperactivity, <laughs> paranormal. People, person, yippee. Yeah. <laughs> no. So really sad stands for that? Yeah. It's for when people have a hard time with like um, when it's really dark out or gloomy and they, they get depressed because of it. Sad is a version of depression and many of the symptoms are the same. Feeling sad, having low energy, changes in appetite, and other symptoms. What makes seasonal affective disorder different from depression is, well, it's seasonal. Sad only affects people during certain seasons, and it can recur year to year. Most people with sad begin to feel its effects in late fall and winter. About 5% of Americans experience sad each year. That ranges from 1.4% in Florida to 9.9% in Alaska. Kokili09 probably knows exactly what you're talking about. She probably has a lot of friends like that. Who oh, constantly call out sick. Es que estoy sad. <laughs> it's a disorder. It's not just like que estoy changa. It really is a disorder. It's called what? Seasonal affective disorder. Eso. Eso. I got a doctor's note that says it. <laughs> wow. Sad's causes are complex and not well understood. And she goes on to say, we gain more and more minutes of daylight each day after that. Now, when you say more and more minutes, you know that's just precious daylight when you got to categorize it as minutes. Not even hours. Yeah. She goes, we get more and more minutes of daylight. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I feel bad for them. She goes, usually by March, we're seeing daylight until about seven or eight. That's that's not bad. That's 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 kind of how like summers are, right? She goes, in the summer, it gets interesting because we don't get much darkness. It's basically daylight for nearly 24 hours. It can be hard to get accustomed to that. So you'll see many people with dark curtains in their house or even a special curtain called blackout curtains to cancel out the light from coming in. I don't live in Alaska and I have blackout curtains. So I would need double blackout curtains. No, you would probably knock yourself out. Yes. <laughs> you would just be I'd, knocked I'd out unconscious. i get back on Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> Tw- daylight for 24 hours a wow. day? That's ridiculous. Now, now that would make me... S-A-D. That would make me M-A-D. I would just go nuts. <laughs> I would just go, I would go insane. That's, I think I would have a hard time accust- uh, being getting accustomed to that also. I don't know if I could get used to that just because when you sleep during the day, you almost feel like you're missing out on something. Right. You know what I mean? Like I almost, because it could be two o'clock in the morning, but it's daylight. So I feel like I'm missing out on something. I feel like there's stuff going on, but it's not because it's two o'clock in the morning. So you know they I mean? get out of the clubs and it's daylight. That's crazy. Right? So their walk of shame is in broad daylight. Broad daylight. Broad. You walk out of the club and you're like, oh. Yeah. If you're trying to sneak back into your house, yep. Oh, that's insane. Oh, she goes, now the northern lights or the aurora borealis. Mira, esta Lucia. She she gave us the scientific name for it. She Googled it. Nena, just northern lights. I understand you. She goes, do get seen in Alaska. However, it's typically up north. Anchorage is more south. And she says, we're closer to the ocean. We can see them here in Anchorage, uh, but they can be hard to see with all the city lights. She goes, I see. Goes, I say city, but we're more like a big town. Whatever you say, ma. You know, you're Anchorage, so yeah. you could tell me you guys have flying spaceships, and I will believe you. They are beautiful, though. She goes, my husband and I always seem to miss them. There are months of the year where they are more frequent and more visible. So they've been right? living there all these years, and they've never seen the northern lights. You see what I'm saying? That's why I'm afraid to go up there to see them because no lo voy a ver. If you live there and you haven't seen them, what makes you think I can go and visit and see them? Well, I don't think they've made it a point to go see them. Well, all they got to do is look up. Right. You tell me they have made it a point to just tilt their head up. She said they keep missing them. Maybe it's like at a certain day. Yeah. We just go outside and look up. Right. I mean, it's on not one like of those dark nights around those very, very dark nights, because right. obviously you're not going to do it during the summer. No. 
because it, <laughs> it's during those dark nights. Go during those dark nights, then I pues sal pa fuera and just look up. Because well, I'd be doing that. With, how could I miss it? If I lived in Alaska, I would not miss the Northern the Lights. Because no. what else are you doing? What they're, else is there to do in Anchorage? They're beautiful because it's like greenish colors and bluish colors. How are you going to be from Alaska? And people will tell you, oh, my God, have you seen the Northern Lights? And you go, no, fíjate, we keep missing them, you know. Neither. I mean, we've been living there forever. But, um, you know, one day, one day we'll look up and it'll be there. <laughs> it's the Northern Lights. It's supposed to be miraculous. It's like living in Puerto Rico and going, have you been to the beach? No, fíjate, we keep missing it, you know. Uh, one of these days, though, we're going to make the trip and, you know, go in the water. But, you know, keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I came to realize that conversational competence might be the single most overlooked skill we fail to teach. Kids spend hours each day engaging with ideas and each other through screens, but rarely do they have an opportunity to hone their interpersonal communication skills. It might sound like a funny question, but we have to ask ourselves, is there any 21st century skill more important than being able to sustain, sustain coherent, confident conversation? All right, so tell me this has happened to you, okay? I'm having a conversation with a friend of mine in Chicago during the concert, right? And I'm telling him about my social media, how uh, Instagram um, up to 8,000 followers, which is a big deal. My goal is to get to 10,000. So and I'm telling him about this, right? And so I go, yo, I got up to 8,000, you know? I'm so happy. And he goes, wow, man, see how many followers LeJuan James has? Oh, he's, got, he's got a million and a half. Wow. Did you see his last video? And I'm like, well, I... You know what I'm talking about? Like people that you have conversations with and it's where like conversations go to die. Yeah, it's like the black hole of conversations. Yeah, because there's nothing for me to say after that. You had nowhere to go with that. He just like devalued whatever I said. Right. Like I, I was happy about my 8,000 and now you're talking about who? You know what I mean? Like, oh, LeJuan James got a million and a half, man. He's real funny. And it's like, well, yeah, okay. All right, I'm just going to go. You right. know what I'm talking about? Like there's no, it's like it's like you saying, listen, I, I lost 100 pounds from running a 5K. That same guy would have been like, oh, yeah, a friend of mine lost 200 pounds, and he just ran a half marathon. Nice for him. Yeah, so what are you doing? Uh, about to eat a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ought to gain more weight. Yeah. <laughs> so you can lose 200 pounds and run just a half a marathon. Just discouraged, yeah. It's just people like, they don't they mean well, right? But it's like they, they kill conversations unintentionally. It's like focus on what we're talking about and what I just told you. Right. I just said I got 8,000 followers. Like, go wow. Because I know, like, the person I told up to, like, he's got, like, a 1,000. You know what I'm saying? Like, just say, oh, wow, that's awesome. I got a 1,000, you know? And then we both feel good. Don't be like, oh, yeah, LeJuan James got a million and a half. And you're like, well, okay, all right, yeah. So you're, you're saying they're not doing it out of malice? They don't no. even realize what they're doing? That's what, that's what makes it so horrible. Wow. Right, they're not, like, intentionally hating on you. They're just, like, comparing you unnecessarily. Right. You get me? So it's like, it's like, it's just where good vibes go to die. So I have 10 basic rules. I'm going to walk you through all of them. But honestly, if you just choose one of them and master it, you're already going to enjoy better conversations. Number one, go with the flow. That means thoughts will come into your mind and you need to let them go out of your mind. Stories and ideas are going to come to you. You need to let them come and let them go. It's and annoying. It's annoying. And you know who's guilty of it? Who? Esta que está aquí. <gasps> okay, esta. I might have done it today. I go, I go, listen, I was over uh, visiting my son. And Sandra had a, um, his mother had a, a car charger laying around. So I'm like, yo, I, I need one. You know, she's like, oh, yeah, they were, there was a giveaway I found. I don't know. I've had that forever. So I just took it. 
And I'm like, I came home and I'm like, babe, I got a free car charger. Boom. She goes, uh, is it for two? Like, does it have two slots? Yeah. Chip? Does it have two <laughs> slots? How many slots does it have? <laughs> I'm like, who cares? I got a free car charger. Where did that conversation just go? It died. It just died. Because yeah. mine has two. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. Because mine has two. I, it's good. I need to have two. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are we talking about now? What just happened in my conversation? It died. <laughs> That's what makes it worse. Like, I can't argue with her no. because she, she didn't mean anything by it. She no. just killed it. And she's right because there are ones with two. Right. You just don't have one. So Right. But then at the end of that conversation, now I feel bad about what I said. Right. right? And that you only have one with one slot. Right. Now I feel bad that I only have 8,000 followers. Right. Now, now I feel bad that my car charger only has one slot. And now I feel bad that I've only lost 110 pounds <laughs> and I'm going to try to run a 5K. And you're only going to run a 5K. <laughs> And that is our podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Jose Rodriguez. And I'm Emelin Ramos. For more information on my shows, you can go to elliecastro.com. And on social media, you can find me under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can find me on all social medias under at Jose Arod. And you can find Emeline tagged in my posts. Remember, man, <laughs> life is so much better when you're laughing. And look up. You might just see the northern lights. Palante. Bye. <laughs>